the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I am very, very happy that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing because it can be an overwhelming life event for absolutely everybody involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice, but we are here to walk the path with you wherever it may lead. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you hope. Friends, it's our intent to cover a lot of important information about divorce on the show. And if you've been listening in for a while, you know that we cover the legal and financial aspects of divorce. You know that we cover the emotional aspects of divorce. And you know that we talk about the recovery of divorce. And you probably know that we cover several other topics. But what you may not know is that we cover children as a part of the divorce process. And that's because we really haven't covered it frequently I've had family law attorney Craig Haston on the show several times, and we've discussed children and we've spoken about children at other times, but truly, in my opinion, we haven't covered it enough. Today, we changed that because that's what we're talking about on today's show. Children in the midst of divorce and children recovering from divorce, really all things divorce related to kids. And at least in the time that we have on the show, we'll talk about as much as we can. Unfortunately, it won't be enough time to talk about everything I want to today. So I promise you, we will cover children going through divorce as a part of divorce again so that we can, in fact, give it the proper focus. Friends, today I'm so pleased to have licensed professional counselor, supervisor, and registered play therapist supervisor, Tom Stevens, on the show. And Thank you to our friend Scott Peacock, who has also been on the show several times to talk about, he spoke with the emotional and spiritual aspects of divorce with us. 
Um, But thanks to Scott for connecting us to Tom. Tom has been a psychotherapist for more than 25 years, and he specializes in working with children and their families. He lives in the Cypress area in the greater Houston area with his wife, Jill, who is also a psychotherapist, and their two sons, Nick, who is 19, and Tony, who is 15. Uh, I'm going to say that I think Tom is a bit multi-credentialed here in parenting, huh? (laughs) Being a parent, you get it, right? Uh, Tom's specialties are parenting, I'll say, (laughs) Uh, as as well as play therapy, EMDR, which is a trauma-related therapy, and he also works with higher-level athletes and performers. So I'm really eager to dig into my chat with Tom because I know that this will be an important conversation. So please, please help me welcome Tom Stevens. Welcome, Tom. I'm so glad that you are here, and I am sure... The listeners are too. Hey, Christy. Thanks for having me. It's great to be on your show. Well, it's great for you to be here again. Thanks to Scott Peacock um, for connecting us. I have looked for someone um, with your background, your specialty, your focus to be on the show. And, um, you know, on me, I haven't looked hard enough. And then when I reached out to Scott and I said, hey, these are the different areas I really want to focus in on. Do you have some recommendations? And he gave me uh, a number of different names of the different topics we're going to talk about over the next couple of weeks, but obviously including children. So I want to get it's right into this. because we stay so well hidden out here in the Cypress area. Uh, apparently, apparently you do. You know, my brother um, and attorney Craig Austin is right around the corner from you somewhere on that Jones Road area, so we might have to connect you. Well, I tell you, the attorney and therapist relationship go hand in hand with divorce because it is, they are two different worlds, but definitely a part of each other. It is, and you know what? The divorce coach and the the therapist, um, family therapist does as well because we coaches are not therapists and we we help with a lot of the thinking around the process can help, you know, uh, really we say often is, be the thinking partner of the person going through the divorce, whereas you have specialty skills, obviously trained um, in psychotherapy, and the attorney has it. So we talk a lot about that team that you need with you as you uh, navigate this really challenging place for everyone. So speaking of that, you know, divorce, obviously, we've talked about on the show before. I know you know, Tom, is the dissolution of a marriage legally and financially, but uh, what we miss maybe in there is that so much of that is the custody of children, and it really doesn't begin to even speak to how impactful divorce can be. And so I I want to talk to you about that uh, in your experience with regards to children and divorce. I mean, what are just some of the beginnings, the impacts? You talked about that relationship with the attorney I mean, that's one impact. Um, from your experience, what are you seeing out there with children, divorce, and the impact that it all has on them? Well, I think divorce is handled primarily as an adult a decision and an adult process. And so children tend, well, typically all the time, get lost in that process. And especially, you know, you talked earlier in the intro about the age range. You know, when you're dealing with a two-year-old compared to a 16-year-old, it's a huge range. And I think if we look at children, let's just talk the general younger children age. Whenever you get younger children, their brain development isn't even there 
where they can process what's going on. And so children, we tend to look at when they're younger as egocentric. So the world revolves around them. They want what they want when they want it, but also when something big and bad happens, they tend to think it's their fault. And so I see parent after parent who run into this wall of they're caught in this divorce process, which is typically self-centered. It's not that they're bad people. It's that they feel attacked or they feel blamed or they feel taken advantage of. And so children get exposed to all of that. Then they tend to think, well, gosh, maybe these people are fighting about me. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe if I was better, they wouldn't have to separate. And so I think if parents could understand divorce, even though it needs to happen at times, impacts children in what you say, in the volume and tone you use, in the body language you use, and just in the way that you still focus on your children or stop focusing on your children because you're so focused on the divorce. Yeah, you know, um, there's so much in there I want to ask you so many questions about. And I think the first one I want to ask you is, is there a an age range that you're when you're talking about the eco egocentric that um, that kids begin to kind of move out of that or or can you give us some sort of age range? I think when you get you know it's kind of misunderstood a lot. I really believe that not until teenage years can children really process information the way we think they can. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had a professor in graduate school who always said, you know, big people think that little people think like big people think. And so adults walk around thinking that children, even though they can take in information and they can spit out information, they're good at that, but they're not able to process the information. So honestly, Christy, not until I would say teenage years would I lean on children, even 10, 11, 12 year olds, they can't process the magnitude of what's going on. And so they're caught in this. I either need to be in allegiance with this parent, or I need to be against this parent. And so when they're on one side or the other, they feel really torn. And so I would say teenage years, probably until they can grasp the, the magnitude. But do you know what happens in teenage years? They're growing up. Their hormones. Are I was about to ever. say in one word, they're hormones. Trying, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And they're trying to, trying to separate themselves. Yeah. And so they are completely confused. And so I always say a 15-year-old is like a five-year-old, but with a brain. <laughs> 15-year-olds can process now. They have power to manipulate like nobody's business. But a five-year-old acts the same way. They take their tantrums. They get frustrated. But yes, not until teenage years can they process. But parents have to be careful because they tend to tell teenagers a whole lot of information they shouldn't hear when this process is going on because they become a confidant. And it, it can be it can be tough. Well, I think the biggest takeaway I'm coming uh, coming away from all of this, and as I said at the beginning in the intro, we won't be able to cover everything we want to cover in this. And so this will probably yeah. be a lead in for another conversation that you and I will have, I hope. Um, but what I'm mm-hmm. kind of hearing as a top level, you've got adults who are in a self-centered situation and we're not saying it from a you know, a, a rude perspective or something that way uh, when they're going through divorce, they're in the flight or fight or freeze mode because they're in the emotional brain and they're focusing on protecting themselves. And so mm-hmm. that's where we come in as divorce coaches to help them get out of that. But then you've got children in that self-centered, either in the mm-hmm. younger ages where they don't know how to process or because of their youth. Um, uh, and then you've got teenagers that don't know how to process because of 
their youth and their hormones. So you've just got a big Mm -hmm. mess of people who are torn. And what I want to focus... I'll tell you all Mm -hmm. along, real quick, that parents, they they have are very well-intentioned most of the time. Absolutely. I see many couples coming in for divorce, and there are many times I see, I can see one of the couple, one person that is completely impossible to deal with, and they could be the reason this divorce is happening. I'm not saying two people come in cooperating for divorce, but... When they come in, Not they're well intentioned. Right. They just don't see the impact it has on their children. They don't see the impact. They don't know what to do. And that's what one of the this yep. one of the main roles for this show is, and as we say it in the intro, education, information and resources so that people can make yeah. informed decisions and hopefully better decisions. And so what we want to do here is give people things to think about. And they're hearing right now the top level torn situation everybody's in it's a it's a tough situation it's a challenging situation what we're going to look at is some more mistakes that people make in this process but also then begin to give them tools and tips and so forth for things to help them through this process i'm here with tom stevens he's a psychotherapist in the houston area and i'm so glad to be having uh, to have him on the show and we are talking about children as a part of divorce. You guys don't, we haven't covered this a lot. We want to cover it more. You guys, so stay tuned. Don't miss it. Good information for you. Well, that's the chance we take. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters.
I just have to say amen to that. Uh, Producer Mike and I were talking about what sort of uh, music that we could use here that would focus on kids. And I had like the itsy bitsy spider in my head and ABCs. And the next thing you know, we kind of look at each other with these big eyes and it's like, wait a second, Jesus loves the little children. And so we start looking for them and, and he came up with, is that Tom? No, the, I'm talking to Tom Stevens. Ray Stevens. See, it's a, it's a perfect fit today. So that was Ray Stevens. Uh, but that's the fact of the matter is Jesus does love the little children. And um, I think we forget. And, and Tom, you've said this earlier. We, we kind of forget the kids get lost in the process. And so that's what we're focusing on today. We're here with Tom Stevens. He's a psychotherapist in the Houston area focuses in on working with children's and uh, children's children, <laughs> easy for me to say, and families, and um, also does play therapy. And if we have time, we'll find out about that. Uh, but, you know, Tom, we were talking about really getting to a place of everyone in the divorce process feeling torn. And mm-hmm. we were beginning to kind of step into the mistakes of what parents do regarding their children in divorce. And I don't want to spend all our time there because this show is about, as I said earlier, information and education and resources. What can we do to make it better for everyone so that they come out of the divorce process as whole people? But uh, so people can begin to identify some of the mistakes. What do you see the most of, Tom? Well, I think you you can agree to this, Christy, that one of the biggest mistakes is that people don't get help soon enough. And so yeah. by the time I get brought into the picture, I tell couples all the time that I feel like it's the ninth inning of a baseball game. We're down four to nothing, and you're calling me in to try to save the game. And it, it gets to be so late down the road that we have to triage and kind of get ourselves back to a normal, realistic level and then try to help. But honestly, one of the biggest mistakes is – getting and pulling together your resources, whether it's a therapist or a life coach or a pastor or a good group of friends that you know that I I recommend professionals like us. I mean, I recommend people who have training in doing it. But number one, resources and making sure you have people that you can listen to because you need an expert, a professional that you can listen to, that you trust, that's going to tell you the things you don't want to hear. And that's what a lot of parents get stuck in is I feel wronged, I feel hurt, I feel distraught, I feel manipulated, and I want out of this, or I'm devastated because my spouse is getting out of this, and they're not thinking clearly. So you need the resources. But as far as working with their children, the easiest way I explain it in my office is to tell couples, I am here for your child. If you're coming into me because your children, you want to make sure they're good through this. I represent them. And so I'm going to tell you things as if I'm sitting here in their shoes right now. And the parents don't like hearing everything that I say, but I do it in a way that I'm not for one one of y'all or the other. I'm for your child. And I'm going to tell you what your child hears, what your child sees. And most of the time, it's because parents are giving too many words, too many descriptions, too much emotion, and putting too much of a heavy burden on them to carry the impact of this divorce separation with them through daily life. I tell parents, you know, your children can't hold that. They shouldn't have to hold the pressure and the stress of this divorce. It's almost like they're, um, they're, they're burdening them with it. I, I, and you said this earlier, they come in as being well-intentioned, but they're almost treating them like adults. And as we said in the first segment, they 
they can't think like adults. And so what well, I heard you say in there, too many words, too many emotions. Can you give us some examples? Where, where my mind's going with that is that if, and I always try to do this, put myself in the shoes of the listeners and and mm-hmm. my clients who are having challenges with this. And they may hear from someone else, well, you're kind of saying this and you're kind of doing that. But until we actually get some examples, we, I mean, our brain even filters things to where we don't even know what we're saying and doing. So can you give us some really um, uh, firm examples of what you... Well, the classic examples that happen with parents are when they feed information to their children Mm. to go tell the other parent. Horrible idea. When they actually give body language like eye rolls or gestures when the child mentions the other parent and something, maybe something they did fun this weekend and the other parent gives this gesture or body language or moan like yeah right and they send these subliminal messages or sometimes direct messages to their children of like that's a bad person over there Mm. the other thing is also when they put responsibility on the child to um to team up with them and will say things like hey um you know tell them you don't want to you don't want to stay over there as long next time and you want to come back early because we're going to have a little party or we're going to go out to eat and since you're staying at daddy's um, you won't be able to go out to eat with us. But if you tell them you want to come home early, so it's saying the specific words, filtering them into your children and even upwards of teenage years and telling them to kind of be their their complicit partner in this. Uh, and I don't think parents always understand the impact that has and the, the damage that does for later. But parents will use words that will try to get the children to team up with them, and they'll use words that will get them to think poorly of the other parent. Yeah, there's so much. And they'll to, also use the body language. They they will, and those are some really great examples, and exactly where I wanted to go. And what what um, I'm thinking is we'll have to unpack all of that on another show because I I I, I know that once there uh, many parents once they would be they could identify this. Um, maybe they could make some changes, but it goes deeper than that. And we talk a lot about mindset and choices and intention and looking 10 years down the road to be able to shape your choices and action today. But what I want to go back to, Tom, is a little story from myself. And um, the listeners may or may not know this, but when I was married, I actually married a man who had three children. And so I became instant step family. And I'm not going to say that I was a perfect stepmom at, at or at all. Um, it was one of the hardest jobs I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, but what I saw, not only when I was married and after I divorced and dated someone else who had children too, is and I've seen it through my clients, I've seen it through my friends, that we tend to, and not ironically, we're talking about children here, and some people may know this, some people may not, Gumby, do you remember who Gumby was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. I've described it as is you, I have this little image of the little green guy, Gumby, and the parents on our either side are on either side of the kids pulling their arms to the point that mm-hmm. they're so stretched that they're going to split in two. And we're talking about this, this torn situation. And it just broke my heart to see what happened. And like I said, as a step parent, I didn't, do great things because I didn't even know what to do. But what I'm hearing you say in there is that we're pulling our kids apart. And, but where I want to go with that, Tom is 
what can they do once now that they've heard this, that they may not have been aware that this eye rolling, the the emotions, the words, the things like that, they're tearing them apart. What can they do to stop that's this behavior? Some, that's, uh, you know, Bruce Perry, a great trauma brain researcher, used to be here in Houston, uh, used to always say, you know, people say children are resilient. They're actually not resilient. Children are malleable. So malleable means like Play-Doh or Gumby. They are flexible and adjustable to the situation, but resilient means they snap back like it's no, there's no impact. Well, there's right. tons of impact. And so what parents can always know is the same thing I was taught, go back to my graduate school again, where I was told what's important, Tom, is what you do after what you've done. So mm. always remember that, that no matter what mistake I've made, I have an opportunity to correct it. But, Christy, they can't do that unless they have a coach or a guide, or a mentor who, number one, has the skill to teach them, but number two, is able to be very direct and honest, and this person can hear what advice they need to take so they can go back home. And Christy, for young children, it's very specific language. When you talk about play therapy, you have to use specific wording and types of phrases so children can hear the words they need to hear. Otherwise, they're hearing you either ask a question or make a command, and that's not helpful. So parents need to know your children's feelings being understood and what they're going through being understood and heard is the key to this, not what you need to do to shape them and train them. Because children who are going through divorce just need to know it's going to be okay and I'm here for you. They need consistency. They need stability. They need structure. They need routine. And they're in a world, by the way, you know this and I know this, where they didn't pick this. Mm. This was not their ideal situation, yet they're having to live with probably harder consequences than the adults who are breaking up. So they get to leave the life they were frustrated with or separate from the life and have some power and control over where they're going. But children children don't kind of pulled along. Yeah. And, you know, I want to get... um again, so many great things, so many places I want to go here, but you said something. What's important is what you do after what you've done. Is that right? (laughs) What's important is what you do after what you've done. As learning therapists, we were always told that because I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I ruined those people for life. But parents need to know it's okay. What's important is what you do next. Right. And Same with the diet, same with your finances. It's the next step. But And so I heard that, and so I want to just convey that to our audience, parents who are listening out there that, you know, don't use this as a tool to beat yourself up. If you're hearing some things that you've done, like but take it as an opportunity to stop now. And, and, and I want to speak back to Tom, you mentioned it in the, the second segment um, or earlier in the first segment uh, is this team around you. And it's, you might think by adding people to the mix that's helping who are helping you through this process, and I've said this before, it's going to add cost to your, your the whole process. It, in fact, quite possibly will save you money. But my friends, yeah. it will save your children. It will save right. you and your future. And so you need to have people like Tom Stevens uh, on your you know on your phone. Go to them and so forth. That team around you. So. What's important is what you do after what you've done. There, there is opportunity for you to do something different. You've heard this. Uh, now the mistakes 
you can do better going forward. And that's what we're uh, here to help you with. I'm here talking with Tom Stevens. He's a psychotherapist here in the Houston area, focuses in on children and their family. He's an advocate for the children. And we are going to talk to him more about how things can turn out for good for you and your family. So you guys don't miss it. Here's today's two-minute tip, and it's a repeat from our December 28th show last year. I thought it was worth the repeat because it's inspired by a song that I think might be helpful. The song is called It's Going to Be Okay, and it's by a group called A Great Big World. Some of the lyrics read, it's going to be okay because you are never alone. You just carry on. You will understand. And you'll also hear in the song, I will be strong. There are more lyrics than just these, but these are a few that stood out to me. In today's tip, I want you to hear that it's going to be okay. I want your children to hear that it's going to be okay. Sometimes you just need to hear that. Divorce doesn't have to ruin your life. And with respect to today's topic, your children's life either. It does restructure your life as you know it. It changes it for sure. That's true and that's real. As I've shared many, many times on this show, you can, in fact, look at divorce as it's happening for us versus to us. I know that's not easy, and I honestly couldn't see it that way for for myself for a very long time, but one day you can. It starts with a choice to try to look at divorce in this way, that it's going to be okay. And in my opinion, music can help. This song and the lyrics do just that, I think. And while I don't know if it's about divorce specifically, I think you can tell it's intended for someone who's gone through a loss. It continues on, the sun will rise to better days. It will, especially if we look for the sun and those better days. So check out this song and I pray it helps you. We are praying for you and we want to help you. If a complimentary consultation with me would help, please contact me. You can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or email me at christy at christystratton.com. Keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. There's none so blind as he who will not see. And we are continuing we to talk about children today. On the Divorce Coaching Hour, we are talking with Tom Stevens, a psychotherapist in the greater Houston, Texas area. And uh, as he said, out in the Cypress area, far tucked away, you may not know about him, but you're going to find out about him today. (laughs) I know about him. Uh, You're going to know about him. You're hearing him on the show today as we talk about children and divorce. So let's make sure listeners know how to reach you, Tom. How can they find you? Because they definitely need you on their team. Yes. Well, the easiest way, there's two ways, really. One is my website. You can go there because that just has all the nuts and bolts of me and my office. That's at TomStevens.us, like the United States. Okay. So TomStevens.us. And then the other one, and anybody who ever wants to call, I tell people this just as a uh, an upfront message, Christy, that, you know, anytime you call a therapist, like you said, for you, a consultation, I'll spend five to 10 minutes on the phone with anybody. And if you call a therapist and you want to just hear their voice and see what they think about what's going on, um, if they don't want to just spend a few minutes on the phone with you, I wouldn't go there. Honestly, right. I've done this a long time. 
And fortunately, I don't need clients today, but I love working with the people I do. But it's totally good for you to call and say, can I just have a few minutes to tell you what's going on? You can hear their voice and see if you want to set up an appointment. But go to my website. My amazing assistant, Jesse, will take care of you. She will make sure you get to me if you need to. But the second one is on Facebook. So I do a live Facebook show twice a week, one on Tuesday, one on Thursday. And if you go to Tom Stevens Counseling, the page on Facebook, Tom Stevens Counseling, you'll pop me up. And on Tuesday, we have a special topic every week. Like this week was the mental health field and all the parts of the mental health field. We've done Enneagrams, Love Languages, all kinds of stuff. And every Thursday, we do Q&A Thursday. So actually right now, because my sons are home, my son is actually the host of the show, and he interviews <laughs> me. But what we do <laughs> I gotta watch. is, yeah, <laughs> no, we're real. They, they will tell you all my faults, flaws, and everything else. But we answer questions. And everybody, Christy, people text me and email me all the time questions about divorce, depression, job stress, coronavirus. And so we just literally go down a list of questions, and I answer them. And people can be live on Facebook and ask a question right there and get an answer right there. I I love that. And I'm I'm what would the word be? Speaking of words, uh, I am in admiration of you because I have not necessarily stepped into that Facebook live thing. I don't have a son who's uh, my co-podcaster. Uh, and so and and technology is not one of my places um, that I feel very strong. And so I'm glad that you are. And one of the things that we want to do with the show always is to bring resources to um, our listeners. We had a a fellow divorce coach on the show last week and people Mm -hmm. might think, why do you have two divorce coaches on? Because there's, (laughs) there's enough people out there with enough things going on in their lives and they, they, there's enough to go around. Um, I just want to get help to them. Right. Uh, I love that you said, too, that, um, you know, if you want to talk to somebody five or 10 minutes, I think that's a great thing. Respect their time uh, as much as, you know, I as a radio show host and a divorce coach want to help people. That's my heart. Um, You know, we all have to make this world work together. Right. And keep a roof over our heads. And so I think that's a respectful thing to do. So I think that was a, a great thing to add. Um, I want to go back and just say this again, Tom Stevens, S-T-E-V-E-N-S dot U-S. Go there. Mm-hmm. You'll get all the nuts and bolts, as Tom said. And then um, Facebook Live, Tom Stevens Counseling, uh, yep. Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I'm going to be uh, looking for that. Um, listeners out there as well, I will like Tom's page, and then I'll start sharing it Thank to you. the Divorce Coaching Hour page. Because, again, yeah. we're about those resources. And, and, so- and shout out shout out to my son real quick, Christy. Uh, Nick, yeah. who is the host of that show. And Tony, you got to realize, I got son son Nick, who is an analyst, very analytical, very uh, brain-oriented, very specific. He hosts the show. And Tony, my younger son, is in theater and acting. He does film work. And he does all the lights, camera, sound, and everything else behind the scenes. So we're a family affair. That just, you know, I love it. That is, <laughs> that's how my dad uh, raised me to be. I mean, believe it or not, he had me on a John Deere tractor at age eight mowing <laughs> yards. And I love that. And we went together and we emptied the trash cans at the tennis courts. And and so speaking of, as this show airs today, this is my dad's uh, birthday 
July 11th, Uh and um, he's been gone uh, now nearly nine years in December. And so just shout out to my dad. So shout out to Nick, shout shout out to Tony. And I just love what you're doing. You're obviously, at least in my opinion, really showing what that parenting looks like. And so I'm just so glad to have you on the show. By the way, the fact that I have an amazing wife that stayed with me for 20 years, and if she ever leaves me, I'm going with her, as Tim Hawkins, <laughs> the comedian says. So, uh, That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I, I read that she also is a psychotherapist, and so it just sounds like you guys. Boy, it's amazing our children are normal at all. Um, <laughs> but I put them on Facebook Live so everybody can see. And Here you're they funny. Are. You know, it's, it's life, right? And so that's, yep. I often say this on the show as well. We're talking about a heavy topic here of divorce. We're talking about a heavy topic of children in divorce. We can have a little levity. We can look at the reality of the situation and we can make some better choices. We're here to help inform those choices so that you listeners can make better choices. And we've been talking about the mistakes that parents make in divorce, but we quickly got to uh, some things that you can do, like having early on therapists like Tom in your on your team divorce coaches or life coaches like Christy. Um, yes and and I appreciate that yes because we all pay, play a different role but also mm-hmm. beginning to look at what you're doing that you can change them what's important is what you do after what you've done is what we were talking about mm-hmm. and so in there I'm going to ask this question I kind of already know the answer but I'm going to ask it because mm-hmm. I want us to go over it can divorce ever turn out well for children and families? Great question. You know, especially as a therapist and especially as a Christian person, I'm not a, I don't consider myself a Christian therapist, but I do consider myself, you know, a therapist that is a strong believer that uh, it actually can. And I know it goes against the code of what typical people in church would say to you, but probably on one hand, Christy, in my 25 years, I've actually recommended a little less than five times that it really is time, and you'll need to do something. You're going to need to divorce to make this life better. <clears throat> and I was scared to death the first time I did it. Um, and uh, the guy yelled at me, and I think was going to about to throw something at me and run out the, the office, but he didn't. And that was a success story that, do you know the children who then grew up to be teenagers, one of which I treated, and then she went to graduate school and became a therapist, believe it or not, she came back to me and said, Tom, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. My parents are better friends now than they ever were before. We used to eat all of our meals in separate bedrooms, and mm. now we get along with each other because they don't have the constant battle inside. So there are times where I've seen people, but here's when I've seen it happen. It's when you have a team, it's when you have the professionals behind you to help coach you through it and to learn to get along and know what boundaries are. In other words, to stay in your own lane, to not get enmeshed in. I mean, the worst combination is when people get divorced, but they're still, quote unquote, married because they're still acting the same way they did when they were married. So what people have to do is look in a mirror and understand what is my part in this? So every day I tell people who are married, look in the mirror at the end of the day and ask yourself, what did I do to contribute to my marriage and what did I do to tear my marriage apart today? As hard as that is to do, and I say when you wake up, you ask yourself, what am I going to do that's going to contribute to my marriage, and what am I going to do that's going to tear my marriage apart if I do it? The same can be said for divorce, Christy. People can ask themselves, what am I going to choose to do to lift up this divorce as bad as it is, 
to help my children, to encourage my children, and to give them a chance to recover from this, or what am I going to do to tear them down I and think to tear this down? That's... Um... So I heard you say boundaries, and I was back there for a minute. I was like, oh, I want to talk to you about mm-hmm. boundaries. But you you led us ahead to a tactical action we can take uh, is look in that mirror and ask, what is my part in this? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do to contribute to um, whatever's going on and contribute good, contribute bad is what I heard. And that brings me to the thinking um that I have about this entire process. It brings me to what I often talk to folks about as we're talking about coaching. Um, And what they don't really realize is why am I asking you to look 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, because we get so focused on the, his, her, she said, he said that that sort of thing that we forget the impact that it can have. And I think that, again, and I want to get that right, you said look in the mirror and say what? What is it that I am, what is my part in this is number one. What is my part in this divorce process? What is my part in supporting and uh, caring for my children? And what am I doing to contribute to this divorce proceeding happening? And what am I doing, in other words, in a good way, what am I doing to contribute to it going well? And what am I doing to tear it apart? And you have to be very honest. That's why you need a professional with you. But you have to be honest with, are the words I'm using, the body language I have, the actions I'm taking, are they contributing to making this process smoother? Or are they actually tearing things down and making things worse? Because people have a hard time saying, I'm sorry, or this is my part when a divorce comes into play. You know why? Because attorneys get involved, and it, and the the law doesn't care about feelings most of the time. It's it's there to to be factual, right? And so you need a coach or you need a therapist that can understand feelings and know this is not easy and it's not fair and it's especially not fair to children. But they need to have parents who are intentional, and that's the word I use a lot. Right. That you are intentional with what you're doing as a parent. That this divorce proceeding is not all about you and there that, are other people who are impacted and the fact of the matter is is that it can feel very much about you you said a perfect word is intentional and that's really what we're yeah. here to try to help you see and put into place take action on and so when we come up uh, come back into segment four Uh, We're going to find out um, maybe a few more tactics that we can take, maybe some education, information, resources, et cetera, for you. And uh, that can lead you to uh, better actions for for your uh, children and your family. So you guys, Tom Stevens is with us, psychotherapist in the greater Houston area. Make sure you come on back. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals 
who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. Sing it, Everybody's beautiful. And you might be wondering, everybody's beautiful as we're talking about children and divorce, and you may not feel like it's very beautiful, but in fact, we have been talking with Tom Stevens, psychotherapist in the greater Houston area, and we were talking about, in fact, it divorce can turn out well for uh, everyone involved. The fact of the matter is that some marriages do need to end, and as you, if you've been listening, you know, in this show, if we have an opportunity to help you save your marriage, we're going to do that because uh, we, we believe in marriage, but there are times when it would be better for everyone involved that um, it, the, the, the marriage is dissolved. And, um, and so uh, we understand that. And, but if you're in the midst of it, you've got children involved now to, or, you know, even as you're coming out of divorce, it's very important to think about uh, the children in, involved in the process. And we've been talking about the mistakes that you can make, but also some tactics that you can take that can help. We've only been able to touch on a few of them because it's it's a really complex situation, but you can make uh, better choices through this process. And uh, we're here to walk with you through that. So Tom and I've been speaking about this and we were speaking uh, also about some, um, well, being intentional in this process Mm -hmm. and being intentional in this process is also seeking the information that you may not have, that you may be wondering about. And so good quality resources like picking up the phone and, and calling Tom, checking out his Facebook Live, listening to that, giving me a call. You're doing it already. You're listening to the show here. But there's maybe some mm-hmm. books and websites and so forth. So, Tom, can you share some other resources, information, great tools for families who can help them navigate this process? Absolutely. One of the things, Christy, that I think parents can feel secure in is if you really want to put your children first and make this process, whatever the struggle is, about a separation or a divorce, whether it's happening or about to happen or it's already happened, is you have to be able to learn to acknowledge your children's feelings, teenagers or young people. Recognize, how are they doing with this? Whenever I get somebody on the phone, I say, well, how are they doing? Well, they're angry all the time. They're quiet. They're to themselves. They're crying a lot. And what I tell them is, Repeat back is the best bit of advice they can get. Repeat back what you see and what you hear as just what you notice. I can tell it's been really hard lately. It seems like you've been really frustrated and really angry. I've seen you stay in your room a lot, and I know it's really hard. Acknowledge their feeling, and I promise you, parents, it will go a whole lot better. And you think you're starting a grass fire, but it's actually going to help them feel relieved. Like you finally understand you're not trying to just tie it up in a bow and make it okay. Because I do tell parents, that if somebody is choosing to leave a marriage, that the, they need to acknowledge that. I don't like it when parents just say, you know, we decided to not have this this go this way anymore because children are looking at them like, what do you mean? Right. Like, is this a cooperative thing? And 
and that if it's the one person who's choosing to leave, the children need to hear in their age-appropriate way that that's where the responsibility lies and that it's not because children are taught, right, to get along. They're taught to cooperate and make up with your friends if you're fighting, mm-hmm. but then they see their parents not, yeah, and it's right. confusing. So I'm just trying to clear it up. But the best resource that I can give that my wife and I have given for all these years is to adults is Mom's House, Dad's House. It's a great book. Um, it describes the entire divorce process. It's very thick and detailed, but very good at what it says. Uh, I, Selena Ricci, writes that one. And my wife just told me this week, because Jill, my wife, is a reader, and amazing, <laughs> because she's well-researched. She said they, they have a book now for kids. Oh. And so it's called Mom's House, Dad's House for Kids. Okay. And so it's a perfect combination. Mom's House, Dad's House is a great one. I would definitely recommend that. Okay. The other thing, I mean, there are multiple books, I know, all over Amazon that you can look at. But Dinosaurs Divorce is always a good one for young children. And say that again for dinosaurs me. Dinosaurs Divorce. Does dinosaurs... dinosaurs Divorce. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. It kind of describes in a real colorful, uh, cartoony way what's going on. There's another one called Two Homes. Okay. The number two, Homes. Um, and then, you know, there's one called My Mom and Dad Don't Live Together Anymore. That's a good one. That's actually a drawing book, believe it or not, mm. uh, where kids can draw young children. Okay. Um, Lisa Turkhurst writes a really good book that's called It's Not Supposed to Be This Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good one for, for grownups to read. And then the Divorce Recovery Workbook is a good one, too, just to get through um, a lot of the, the struggles. That's for grownups. But, you know, there are books for children. And what I'll do is I'll put all of these on my website or on Facebook uh, after the show here, okay. and that way people can go and get get the full list of resources there. And, and what I'll do maybe is just uh, cover that show, uh, this topic and these resources in one of my shows, and that way they can hear it. Yeah, that would be great, and obviously I'll, I'll pick it up and share it out there as well. So lots but I think, of- Christy, also, you mentioned it about getting help and professional help. When you get a consultation from somebody, I promise you, it's worth the money to right. sit down with a good professional or a good coach that knows what they're doing. And get a good MRI, a good scope of what's going on so that you can have a path. I talk about treatment plans so that they can sit with you or they can sit with me and say, what's the path? Uh, People like you and I, Christy, it's not like we're trying to grab at people to come see us. Like, Mm -hmm. we have work. We're okay. I'm not going to try to sign you up to a lifetime commitment of therapy. It's really just (laughs) a chance for you to have a consultant, a coach, a guide through this. And one sit down can take you way down the road and tons of progress. Yeah, a a couple things I I heard in there is, and I'm going to go back to word that came up as you were talking about putting children first and acknowledging their, um, uh, what's going on with them, repeating back to them what you are noticing. And what the Mm -hmm. word I wrote down next to that was practice. And and, And what I mean by that is you need to practice those sort of, um, uh, activities and so forth. But if you don't know about them, go, so going towards what you're saying there, Tom, if you don't even know how to do that, uh, mm-hmm. then you need to find someone that can help you. But here's here's where my mind goes with all of that. And I, I have said this many, many times to clients on the show as well. My goal is to help people. Um, and one of the reasons I want to help them so much is because not only did I go through a divorce and it was not easy, 
I often say, where was I then? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't want that for people. Uh, again, so going back to, I'm not trying to bring people in, sign them up and all that. Yeah, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I want good, credible clients and I want to help them. But ultimately, this thing is going to be harder than you ever imagined it could be. Mm-hmm. And you need to think through it. And you need some thinking partners to help you think through it. And kids are such a precious component of our lives. They're our future. We must focus in on them. And so going back to the word practice, Tom, they're going to need to learn how to practice some things like that. Learn from you, Tom, practice with you so that then they can go and actually do the work, right? And and mm-hmm. so they don't know about it. For example, I talk a lot about an I statement when you know people may not uh, know that going and saying, well, you're doing this, that puts them on the defensive immediately. But if you mm-hmm. can learn from a divorce coach or from Tom Stevens uh, that, you know, I'm noticing that you've been in your room a little bit more than normal, then it's not mm-hmm. you're doing something wrong. So there are little yep. nuances that you can move a conversation to a healthier place and you can't do that yeah. if you don't have the awareness. So these books, yep. getting with your team, definitely. Tom, any quick final thoughts? We have about two minutes left in the show. I'll give you a real quick tidbit my wife will not want me to say because it's going in the book I'm writing right now <laughs> on parenting, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Because she's like, you keep giving all your great tips away, Tom, but that's what I do. So there's a chapter I'm going to have. It's called the 10-minute drill. This is a drill I give to all parents when they come in if they want to get closer with their children. The 10-minute drill is where you have no electronics, no media, nothing but playing toys, blocks, Legos, dolls, all that kind of stuff. And you do two things as a parent while you sit with your child, especially the younger ones. Number one, you cannot ask any questions whatsoever. No questions. That knocks people out most of the time if you videotape them right away. Second thing is you must talk constantly. So you must have a regular conversation. You can't ask any questions. Christy, it will force you to notice how they feel. It will force you to notice what they play with, and you're left to do two things. Number one, talk about exactly what they're playing with, like you're picking up that block. Now it looks like you want to move it over here, and you're stacking that on top of that. And the second thing is you'll look at how they feel, and you'll say, it looks like you feel really strong picking that up and putting it on there. And, oh, now it seems like you're so let down because it just fell apart. And all of that is completely focused on your child, and you can do it with teenagers too. But what you have to do with teenagers is have an iron gut and know they don't want anything to do with you anyway, so you've <laughs> got to be okay with that. And you take them to Sonic, and you go to the park, and you sit down or you go for a walk so you don't have to face each other, and you walk together and you say, I know this has been really tough, and it seems like lately you've wanted to be by yourself. And it all is really tough. Understand and, them. Yeah, and 10-minute drill, that, there is reason enough to get that book that's coming out, so don't let Jill be upset with you sharing it because <laughs> it's a new, uh, new group of ears that are hearing this, and we're going to stay tracking with you so we know when that's coming out because you, are, you and I are all here to help be their thinking partners. And so, uh, listeners, keep on... Uh, we just thank you for listening into the show, uh, whether wherever you are in the process and for your kids and for your future. So thank you so much, Tom, for being a part of the show today. Thank you again. A for pleasure, listening. Christy. Thank, thank you. So you much you will have to be me. back on again. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Thanks for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. You can find us at the divorcecoachinghour.com. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word. One more time. Everything's good. Everything's good.